and hello. Welcome to the Real Food and Drinks Lifestyle Podcast. We are building a community to talk about nutrition, lifestyle choices, and just feeling better. This is Shonda. And this is Patrice. Let's just be real. Here's our disclaimer. We do not professionally practice in any of the various subjects that we discuss. We are only sharing our personal experiences with you to a healthier lifestyle. Please do your own research before taking part in any of these practices. We thought that since we're in the COVID-19 environment that it would be good to talk about immunity and how to build your immune system in today's environment. So we decided on an immunity series of podcasts. We'd like to start with immunity foods, actually. And um, the first thing that came to mind was tea and water. And uh, in the middle of our recording and conversations, we realized that we had so much to share. So we have divided tea and water into two different segments. So they will be presented in two different podcasts. Today, on this episode, we will be talking about immunity and tea. So we each decided on a topic, and uh, you chose tea and I chose water. This week, we did do a little research. Uh, We wanted to bring you some accurate facts about tea and water. So let's talk about what we learned this week. Super. I was surprised at how much I actually didn't know about one of my favorite drinks, tea. And so this was pretty, I, uh, pretty revealing for me, just finding out some more details about tea. And there's still, I'm sure, a lot more to learn. But uh, I did find out that tea is the most, second most popular beverage in the world from a world standpoint, only second after water. And uh, in the U.S., it's not as popular as tea is around the world. Around the world, people drink a lot more tea than we do in the U.S. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I usually just go for tea, hot tea, something peppermint. Usually if my stomach feels unsettled or just want to have something to settle it and, you know, make it feel comforting. Uh, I, I always go, I don't drink cold drinks. I always go for room temperature or hot. Wow, that's, yeah, that's really good insight about how we have different tea habits, drinking of tea habits. And like you just pointed out, you prefer to drink it warm or hot tea. And in the U.S., cold tea is very popular, cold iced tea. But your your habits are more similar to around the world where they really do drink more hot tea or warm tea and specifically herbal teas and Shonda that's what I I didn't really understand there was a difference between herbal teas and non-herbal other than I prefer herbal teas and I assume they are better for you and good for you and and I did find that out that herbal teas they provide a lot of nutrients and all teas are a good source of hydration, but on top of that, the herbal teas provide the nutrients. And the main thing is that herbal teas are from 
an infusion of various non-tea plants. So that prompted me to find out, okay, non-tea plants. So that I found out that tea, the non-herbal teas, come from the two main types of tea plants. So there are tea, specifically tea plants. So that's the non-herbal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's that's very new information. I never I never thought about there being a tea plant. You know, tea plants versus because all the teas that I drink are herbal teas or like made with peppermint or mint or things like that. And those obviously are not um, tea plants. And then something else just came to mind is so the tea plants are really the ones that have the caffeine in them. True. Exactly. You you know, you've heard probably there's black tea, green tea, white teas, and, and these all have caffeine. And I think they have different degrees of caffeine, but the bottom line, like you said, they do have caffeines, whereas the herbal teas made from the non-tea plants, non-tea plants like flowers, herbs, spices, and other roots generally don't have caffeine. They're caffeine free. That's really good because I, I do think of uh, um, recently. I I have you heard of a uh, Pal Diarco? I think that's how you pronounce it. It's like pine bark tea. Actually, is that I, one of your research? It is not one, but I I have had that at one time. I I go for that one for respiratory. That's I would say that that's one of my favorite to infuse. Um, as a tea. Oh wow! That, yeah, I haven't done any research on that one, but I have I have tasted it before, and it's a more earthy tea. I found it very refreshing and just a very earthy tea. But good to know that can help with respiratory. But one tea you did mention earlier that I did look at was peppermint tea. That's a fantastic tea, and you can in America we usually just buy our teas in tea bags. But also you can buy the peppermint itself and steep it to make the tea that way. And uh, either way, the peppermint tea is a wonderful tea and it has some benefits such as improving your, your, um, your energy, your power, and Mm -hmm. also enhancing breathing functions. And it's also been attributed to uh, relaxation of your bronchial muscles, increased brain oxygen levels, and um, also a muscle relaxing benefits as well. And I, I think a lot of people, I think you mentioned it, it can help ease your indigestion. So maybe after a he- especially heavy meal or something didn't agree with you, after having that meal, you might have some peppermint tea. This is so interesting because I think that we want to promote real food and real drinks. And so we want to share today that tea is a real drink. No matter which one we choose, it can be beneficial to us in some way. You know, it's providing some nutrient or some benefit to our diet. Exactly. So carry on. Well, and now that you brought that up, because it can be so beneficial I also was reminded that we don't have to just make the tea and have a cup of tea but you can also add the tea to your oatmeal or your smoothie or your Mm -hmm. soup broth 
and marinades. Mm -hmm. So the reason why I thought that was exciting, like you said, because of the nutritional benefits, you don't have to just drink it. You can add it, incorporate it into the preparation of your foods. So that was Mm -hmm. pretty exciting. But also, um, I have the top five that I picked out. There are lots of herbal teas, but there were five that I honed in on. And another one I'm sure you may have heard of is chamomile. Right. A lot of people drink chamomile tea. And that is one that is, it generally has a very calming effect. So it might be something you want to drink before you go to bed and can actually help with um, your sleep, getting to sleep and a better sleep. And then there's the, there's another tea called burdock root. And that was interesting to me because I've actually eaten the burdock root in a sandwich or a hand roll that they used to serve in Singapore and Southeast Asia. It's pretty popular to have dishes with rice or hand roll made with a black or red rice. And then burdock was one of the different items that you could put in it. But burdock root tea has a long list of health benefits like detoxifying the body um, because it helps with healing the liver and preventing some chronic diseases as well as reducing inflammation and just boosting the immune system overall. Uh, That includes your respiratory infections, helping to heal those with the burdock root tea and also improving your hair health and stomach disorders. So there is like a lot of benefits to this particular tea made from the burdock root. Mm, Wow. So what does the burdock root taste like when you had it in those, you know, sandwiches or wraps? Wow. Is it bitter? No, I didn't think it was bitter. It's definitely not. It's more on the savory side. And Mm, it was like parsnip, if you can think of that. Uh, It's very interesting. It was cut up like, you know how you get the match what do you call them? The the, the um, carrots, those little sticks. Oh, like match sticks. Oh, match okay. sticks. Thank you. Oh, so <laughs> is it a, is burdock a root? It is burdock root. Oh, yeah. Okay, I was thinking more like a green plant. No, it's a root. So it's like a more white or off white color. So mm-hmm. yeah, I haven't really seen it here. So I don't. It didn't have like a very pronounced taste. Uh, more on the mild side, but it, it was very tasty, complimented with the rice, the carrots, even cucumbers, all those good things. So that was, I, I'm going to be in search of burdock root tea. I haven't found any or looked for it, but it will be in the future. And then the third tea is ginger. And I think many of us are familiar with ginger with our cooking and uh, also sucking on ginger. If you've ever, people sometimes... When you're pregnant, you're suffering from morning sickness, and just anytime you feel nauseated, ginger is a very good go-to. So ginger tea could be something that can help greatly with that morning sickness or being nauseated or motion sickness, too. Ginger, sipping on some ginger tea can help with those um, times when you're suffering from those things. And also, I didn't realize it can help ease your period pains. So it also supports our immunity overall. And there are studies that show that it can help protect against cancer, heart disease, as well as type 2 diabetes. So that was all very, very interesting and and exciting ways that we can prevent, help with prevention of diseases. Right. 
And let's remind our community that we're talking about, um, we're just talking about tea and water today, but the goal is to use all these foods together in combination to uh, help build our immune system. So we we can't uh, ever just look at one specific thing and say that's going to be our cure. We're talking about real food, real drinks, and the lifestyle, which means that we want to uh, incorporate all these things into healthy living. Great. So go ahead. Great. I just wanted to let everyone remind everyone about that. Yeah, that's a great reminder. There's a fourth tea. Hibiscus tea is another super tea to drink. And many of us probably are familiar with the hibiscus plant. We actually have one in our, in our front yard that has those beautiful flowers. Well, this beautiful plant, you can drink the hibiscus tea from those um, from from the hibiscus plant you can get hibiscus tea and it tastes somewhat like cranberries wow are are you saying that any hibiscus plant i can go make into a tea that there isn't like a specific one that is you know used or i don't know like some mushrooms that grow wild they're poisonous and some you know are beneficial so that's a great point shonda i would not I'm not advocating we go out and get the hibiscus leaves from our plants outside. That's we don't know. So we That's don't a know good yet. point. I have always purchased my hibiscus okay. tea, and um, I do know people who have purchased the actual um, plant. Uh, well, they the the leaves, the dried leaves. You can do that, but yes, make sure you're you check that out. You purchase it uh, from a. a a reliable source and yeah I would not just go and <laughs> harvest it from our own plants that's a very good point yeah we'll have to look that up but from the hibiscus um, leaves that you've purchased or the tea bags you um, there are some benefits from drinking that tea and some of them are that they're rich in antioxidants and may boost your good HDL levels and lower bad LDL cholesterol and triglycerides for people with diabetes and it also helps to protect the liver and promote weight loss and the last cool thing I wanted to mention is I read that it helps support immunity through its antibacterial uh, potency I did not realize that no no I didn't at all and you know I I like the sweet taste of of, uh, hibiscus tea I think it has like a little tanginess or whatever to it and normally when I'm having tea I uh I do use some um some stevia in my tea like one or two drops uh I don't know I just don't go for sugar but it's it has a really nice balance with that little bit of sweetness and bit of you know and the, yeah, it's kind of tangy. I guess it's tropical. You know, it's kind of citrusy. And some people have compared it to be similar to cranberries, but um, I, I don't mm. think it's mm-hmm. overly tart. But it, it does remind you a bit of that. But it's a very, it's a lovely tea to drink. Mm-hmm. So that tea and the, there's another tea called Roybus oh, yes. is commonly uh-huh. referred to as red or red bush tea. So instead of the Roybus name, you might just see it also advertised as red bush tea or red tea. And it comes from the leaves of a shrub mm-hmm. native to South Africa. 
And it's another tea, another herbal tea that's loaded with antioxidants as well as anti-inflammatory compounds. And it has been linked to uh, bone health protection and improved digestive health as well as obesity prevention. Yeah. And yeah, like you, I'm glad you gave us that reminder before, earlier that we're not saying, oh, you just drink these teas and it's a cure-all. No, <laughs> but it's to complement the overall lifestyle of healthy eating and choosing to be intentional about what we decide to eat and drink. Uh, one other thing it said about this tea was that in small amounts, they have found it to contain iron, calcium, potassium, copper and magnesium zinc and mag uh, well just a lot of minerals so that's pretty cool yeah i think that's something surprising about all the herbal plants and and especially when they are infused in water i mean they are very i guess potent true they're they're powerful they're powerful antioxidants that do go a long way with um such little bit you know, small amounts do go a long way. That's a very good point. And like you said, infused in water. So that's why I'm excited to learn more about, well, what water is the best water to drink? Or what should I be looking into when I consider the water that I'm drinking? So that wraps up our discussion about tea. Next time, we will be discussing water and how it can help boost your immune system. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Remember, you can catch show notes and additional details at realfoodanddrinks.com under the podcast menu. Also, subscribe to our podcast if you aren't already a member of our community. And if listening through Anchor, please send us a message of topics you would like to hear us have conversations about. Until next time, let's... Just be real.